This is a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons with each other. Why would we do that? This is so mild. That was amazing. I give that a 10 out of 10. It was a meditative type. Should we snap? No, it wasn't. No, we shouldn't snap. I don't know what to do. This usually don't happen. Don't snap. <laughs> Alan said don't, don't snap. Alan snapped. No snapping. Oh, snap. Crackle and pop. Hello, everyone. How are you? Good? Yeah. Excellent. Welcome to another episode of Make Believe Heroes. Uh, I'm Paul. I'm your dungeon master, your friend, and your pal. Uh, I'm going to lead you through this story of this fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure for everyone, for all ages. Uh, I'm joined today by a few friends of mine that I know very well. Who are these friends? Tell us who you are. Hey, guys. This is Jeremy, and I play Saul. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Sir Vance Off the Wall. I'm so Vance. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he's frozen. Go ahead. I'm Alan, and I play Chargenzis Kintel, better known as Char. Hey, I'm I'm Felicia. I play Miss. Dear God, <laughs> are you broken hearted? For this episode, I'm getting a bad vibe, and uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Things are looking kind of rough here in uh, MBH Town for our current Season 3 characters. So, uh, all of our characters just leveled up. We are at level 8. Woo! Yes. Things are getting spicy up in here. So spicy. Very spicy. Like Battlebards. <laughs> yes, Battlebards. Uh, who we still love, but Battlebards has adjusted their sort of podcast call-out same uh, thing. We still love them. You should definitely check them out. But right now, I don't think they're doing the discount code, and so they don't. We don't have to do the shoutouts. But we're still using them. We still love them. You should still check them out. Battlebards.com. So spice. Uh, we want to get into some D and D quickly with our new level eight characters. But first, five star review. Five star review from one of our newer fans. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. Reached out to me personally a couple times, a few times. Uh, awesome, awesome person. This review is called, This Podcast is the GOAT, all caps, like 14 exclamation points, and a goat emoji. Wow. This is from Chaz. Hey, what's up? It's Chaz. That's it. I'm just kidding. There's a lot more. I love this podcast more than any other podcast I've listened to. The storyline and the world building is engaging, imaginative, and vivid. The characters are relatable, while also being the most entertaining dorks ever. Oh. (laughs) Everyone on this podcast is a fantastic <laughs> role player and have since become a massive inspiration to me and my players. Holy cow. Yeah. I tell anyone looking for a D&D podcast to listen to this one. Not only is it a family-friendly podcast that I feel comfortable listening to without headphones, but the audio is crystal clear and the effects from BattleBards add some excellent spice that other podcasts Very don't spicy. have. There it is, Jeffrey. So spice. So much spice. I also love that it's a passion project for Paul and his players. You can hear the love in every episode. (laughs) And the hate. I added that part, but the love too. Uh, Plus, they're all huge nerds, so there's some excellent and well-timed references for some extra funny spice. Nerds. All the spice. Nerds. It's how we roll. You will get addicted and get all the feels. It's amazing. This podcast is the goat, the go-to, the top, the cream of the crop, the cat's meow, bee's knees, and any other superlative you can think of. Holy squirrel. Wow. I love it. I like this. What a review. 
That was amazing. Yeah. It's a uh, great review. I give I, him five stars. I was about to say that. I give this no. five-star review six stars out of six five. Six stars. I like it. Wow. He, uh, you know, Chaz, he put up a, uh, a Twitter post, and it showed him and his guys playing some D&D, and they had their orange juice. Oh, that's yes, the guy. Yes, that was hey, awesome. I, I, have seen, that. I did see that, because he said Sorrento Misk. I love yes. it. Hey, Chaz. Thanks so much for the review. You are our hero. Uh, so glad you love the show. We'll try to make sure that it is still good going forward. Now I want orange juice. Also, big shout out to one of our patrons. And if you want to support the show, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash makebelieveheroes. We've got our awesome Discord, which is so, so lit all the time, uh, especially right now while everyone's stuck at home. On fire. If, you're, if you'd like to get in on our amazing community, I can't imagine any other podcast community is on the level with ours. I it's mean, not. We've got the best fans in the world. Best fans. For $1 a month, you can get on the Discord. $1. You should do that, just so you can be a part of that. Um, do it. We also have tons of other rewards. You should go check them out, like early release, uh, behind the scenes Q&As we do live every month, uh, extra episodes, MBH plays. Check it out. You will enjoy it, and we will love you forever. And you can be just like friend, fan of the show, patron Sarah Sheenan. Woo! Oh, yeah. She's awesome. Woo-woo. Thank you so much, Sarah. You are amazing. She's on the Discord. and She played a character called Cheery. Thank you for supporting us, for being our friend. We love you guys. Let's roll a giant blue D20. Let's roll do it. it. Roll yes. it. Ooh. Nine. Nine. It was a nine. <sighs> I've really struggled with those rolls recently. That's good. Wow, Paul. That's good. You should do that during combat. Yeah. So what happened last time on Make Believe Heroes? Death. Bad Destruction. things. Uh, imps and... Other devil things attacked all of our friends. Babaos, they're called. Uh, things got a little hairy. There was a lot of death, a lot of bleeding. Uh, a lot of the devils that had traveled with them through the Blade of Stone were killed by these creatures. But Servants, Char, Saul, Misk, Mari, Gridarin, Rowan, also known as Azuris, created by our very own A.J. Harmon, uh, they all survived, along with a few others from the Burning Circle and just one, maybe two others from the whispering circle we are down to very few and as our group is descending the stairs to find what new horror awaits them on the next level they step with trepidation wounded concerned afraid frightened who's in the front saul is not afraid and he is near the front smisk is behind saul saul is leading the way down the stairs to the next platform as you all first landed in this tower, this stone floating in the midst of the thundering clouds in the thundering circle. You've descended now one, two, three levels you've passed. Now you reach the fourth level of this tower, this place, and you step into this next floor and it's not what you expected. It is well lit. Mm. There are a series of braziers around the walls, fire burns in them. Uh, It's easy to see from one side to the other. There are a number of uh, what look to be like cots, I guess. What? Sort of makeshift beds, uh, couches. It's not like cozy. Uh, It looks more like, you know, ramshack. I mean, it's just bare minimum provisions. There are a number of these uh, like uh, fire pits. Uh, They have... Stones bundled up in the center of them. They're black. There's no fire burning in them, but it it looks like a sort of living quarters, a rough but manageable living quarters. Better than a dying quarters. You hear Saul. uh, He's like 
sticks his nose up in the air, like kicks his head back and goes, it's a trap. <laughs> and this is exactly what Char expected because he took divination as a spell during his level up. <laughs> he hasn't cast it yet, though, because he doesn't have a spell slot for casting it. Saul goes, someone asked the Hellburner Blade, why would they have a living quarters in the midst of all this mayhem? Who's going to ask him? Uh, Saul just said that openly, so <laughs> he obviously he's just talking to you. I thought you were just asking him out loud, but I mean, I'll ask him. I am. I'm. No, I'm still waiting for Jeffrey. Oh, okay. That's what I figured. Schnatz. Okay. Okay, Vince. I say. Pray. I pray. I pray. I Give pray. me a few minutes to think of a prayer real quick. Okay. He really going to pray? No, no, he's not praying. <laughs> okay. I was like, what the heck's happening? So what is Saul saying to ask the Hellburner exactly? He's basically just trying to figure out whether or not. This is a trap or not. It makes sense that this be a trap or not. And actually, I'd like to enroll investigation and kind of take a look-see around to see if it's trapped. That's fine. Uh, you can go ahead and be rolling that investigation. Vance, I already told you. Inform these whelps to quit asking me questions every time they turn around. I'm not their nanny. My insight's a natural one. Nice. Your investigation, you mean? Yes, my investigation. You look around the room. You spend some time, you know, sort of looking at all of the cots, the flame pits. You might try lighting a fire in one, and the stones in these flame pits ignite very easily and, and just sort of keep burning. Uh, you don't find anything that seems like a trap or dangerous at all. Nothing. This looks like a place where we can sleep. Yeah, it seems like a <laughs> godsend, <laughs> honestly, you know? You can't help but feel relieved. So I was like trying out one of the beds. They're not that comfy. Marie, I perhaps we can get some rest. I'm not sure if if that is a very wise thing to do here. Normally I would agree with you, but I feel pretty good about this one. Regardless of whether or not it is wise, we all do certainly need a rest. At least I do. I could use a nap. So we rest and someone needs to take a lookout. Someone needs to... Take a watch. Take a watch. I, I mean... Not it. Who's the rogue? They're good at slipping watches off of people's wrists. <sighs> Miss goes over and sits by the fire and, like, takes her loot off and just, like, chills. You know, she's wrapping up her wounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I want to look around. Okay. Saul says, not it. Yeah, that's what Miss Gwen said. Servant's gonna look around. What you looking at, son? Just looking? Yeah, I'm looking. Okay. Uh, What are you... I'm just going to remind you of a few things you have. This isn't going to be relevant right now because you guys are taking a long, you know, you're looking at taking a long rest, I guess. But if for people taking a short rest, you can do a thing called Song of Rest. Okay. Where's that even at? It's on your character sheet. This is, this is, it's, I'm looking at your character sheet and there it is. Sounds made up. Uh, whenever you are having a, a short rest with your friends, uh, you play soothing music or oration. To help me. revitalize your wounded allies, and they get an extra 1d6 to their hit points whenever they use any hit dice. Oh, it's my features and traits. Yes, these are, yes. These are, these are the things. You, Vance, what are, exactly are you doing looking around? You just kind of walking around looking at stuff? Yes. 
I'm walking around looking at stuff, and I also want to use Divine Sense. Divine Sense. Yeah. Uh, you cast Divine Sense as you are wandering around. Divine Sense is an action. You can detect good and evil. Till the end of your next turn, you can sense anything affected by the Hallow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Okay. You wander around and you cast Divine Sense. It is weird. It seems like the walls of this place almost radiate. Uh, it's not necessarily evil. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can sense the presence of fiends. Not like, oh, there's a fiend over there. But like, it, it just the just the, the scent. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the scent all around this place. Um, it seems that your divine sense is very, very uh, inhibited here. Uh, thrown off, you know? Yeah. I was just trying to see if there was like anyone, any fiends other than the ones that were with us, you know? You can absolutely sense them, all of them. But no, you don't. Uh, you don't sense the presence of any other fiend nearby. Uh, Howler speaks to you. I'm not sure if. I, I don't know what this place is. Okay. I don't trust it. Yeah, I don't trust it either. I kind of want to look at the beds, like. Hmm. I'll just go look at at least that one and kind of, you know, like pull the covers back and look under it and stuff. Okay. So like an investigation check. Investigation is fine. It's a three total. Just like Saul, everything seems normal. You can tell that this stuff has been used. It doesn't seem to have been used recently. You know, everything's kind of dusty. You can definitely tell that people of some kind have been here and stayed on these beds and in this place. Uh, what's Char doing? So Char is kind of putt-putting around, looking over things, trying to figure out you know, what the deal is with this place. He's also mm-hmm. very skeptical of just in general, like, uh, whether this will be safe, you know, if this is a trap, as it says, as some people would say. At Barack Bar. Exactly. So, in any case, he is just kind of looking around for traps, looking around for anything that looks like, you know, that it could hint to what this was used for, and if there's any, any ways in or out of this place besides the obvious that we should watch out for. Not long after you guys stepped into this room, the staircase that led down did as it has done every time, and it ascends, and you see no way in or out. Miss is going to look over to Saul. We're all going to die. Yeah, probably. Miss is going to look over to Saul. Saul, I know every floor that we've been on so far has had some kind of crazy encounter. This one seems so like it's directed to rest, but I don't think anyone should go to sleep. I thoroughly inspected this place, and I feel confident that we are safe here. I just don't know about that, Saul. I, I don't think you should... Don't, don't let anyone fall asleep, okay? Just trust <laughs> me on this. I don't feel good about it. So is there an exit, or is it literally just this one room that we're stuck in? No exit. Same as always. So, Char, 
He has this new spell called Divination, which he can cast as a ritual. It does require incense and a sacrificial offering appropriate to your religion, together worth at least 25 GP, which the spell consumes. So he's going to start asking people, you know, take up a collect. He's going to send the collection plate around asking for uh, uh, incense and something to sacrifice that's worth 25 GP. And his religion is selfishness, so anything that has to do with, uh, you know, basically anything that he would benefit him. So money would work or uh, anything, basically, I would think. I don't know. Okay. So he's going to ask around from the devils and stuff for that so he can ask. He he wants to use his divination to figure out whether it's safe to rest here. Okay. Uh Give me some sort of a charisma-based check to convince people to to give you what they need. Oh. Persuasion. Okay, let me roll. I'm going to use my... Ins- well, you, you do inspiration where you can use it after the fact, right? You can, yes. I want to use inspiration. <laughs> Just roll a five. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, so I rolled an eight minus two, which is a six. Okay. So, so Char- Char's walking around saying, hey, give me your stuff. I want to divine things. Char, get away from me. Go over there in that corner. <laughs> um, so here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that you can you can accomplish your goal. Uh, I rolled over here, and I didn't roll great. I rolled better than a six. I got a seven. Um, oh, so Amazing. people aren't telling you to get out of their face. I mean, you're, the people that you know probably are. <laughs> we um, all are. <laughs> but the others aren't necessarily telling you to get out of their face. They're just going to need something in exchange. Saul blows smoke at him. I can literally see that happen. You, you can you could pay them for it, like just literal gold. I, and I'll just say, let's say if you spend 25 gold, you can get it. Do I have 25 gold? I have 15. You should. I mean, you should have started with some gold. Uh... <laughs> I guess I did, but I don't have any listed on my character sheet. Huh. No, you really don't. Have I spent money before? I don't think so. I don't think you spent any money. No, in Brightport, you, you basically stayed in your room doing the Gandalf in his underwear thing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and we sold shark meat, so. Yeah. You've got money. You've got 25 gold. Okay, so I, I, I sell and do that, and wheel and deal, and I buy, uh, you know, just anything that seems appealing to me that I think would fit my religion, which is basically uh, self-centeredness. Mm-hmm. You get some. You get some currency. Uh, you get some uh, rations. You get some um, things like that. Uh, you know that people have sort of been hoarding up for themselves and keeping until you gather enough of what you need. So he gets toilet paper. Yep, you get some TP. <laughs> get some TP, um, get some hand sanitizer. Uh, Misk, while he's going around doing that, you feel something sort of squirming around in your in your pack. Flicker. And Flicker crawls out, and he's just kind of like... Flicker, how are you doing, buddy? He says, I've been in your bag for three days, woman. <laughs> just kidding, he doesn't say that. I'll be like... Listen, I'm sorry you didn't need to see the things that we have just witnessed. He's sniffing at your fingers. That's weird. He's like at your hand, like he's hungry. Oh. You can definitely um, tell. Miss digs in her bag. She's got 
You got some rations, some snacks. I'll give him some rations. Okay. I'll just feed him with my hand. Uh, Saul, you see that going on over there. What is Saul doing? Um, He's going to go and he's going to go up to them. Okay. And uh, pet him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And look over. Mari, is there a way to get Flicker his tongue back? We talked about it before and we're interrupted. Yes, I'm certain that I could manage a little restoration for him. It would be much appreciated. She steps over, takes him from you, Misk. He kind of skitters up in her hands. She gives him a little uh, pat on the head, a little rub on his spine. Uh, and then she uh, says certain incantation casts, and you see him like sort of tilt his head back, and you see a lot of the like scars on him sort of close up. He, he grows back some fingers and toes, uh, and then his tongue kind of comes uh, sticking out and laps around. And then he sort of gives a little hop and jumps back over on your shoulder, Misk. Now, Flicker, do you feel better? <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> I'm scared. What a good boy. Did you hear that, Saul? <laughs> He's so happy. Yes, it's good to speak to you again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Saul, like, takes him from Misk and holds him up in his hand. Did you miss us? He just kind of, like, he bites you on the hand affectionately, just enough to pierce the skin. (laughs) Oh, it's been a while. It's like a cat. (laughs) (laughs) So, mm, I'm trying to think of what all I want to ask him. Okay. First, I want to be like, what do you think of this place? How do we get out of this room? He looks around and he, you know, he kind of hops down and he just goes, takes off like running around the room really quickly. He comes back a second later uh-huh. and uh, he crawls up in your lap and he goes, no. Hmm. Well, I guess you heard that. Saul doesn't mind. He just, he pets him a little bit, mm-hmm. pulls an ear off of his belt, gives it to him. Sick. Sick. Uh, he, he just scrumptious that bad boy right down. Semper Tyrannus. Johnny? <laughs> While he's uh, scrumping on that uh, ear, Char, you've gathered what you need. You're setting up for your ritual. Yeah, I am. Marie kind of wanders over. So, Char Ginzis, I see you're gathering for some sort of uh, ritual. Yeah. <laughs> what is your plan exactly, if I might ask? I'm going to divine whether this room is safe for a rest. I see. That is not a terrible idea. Is there any way that I can help? You got any, uh, any experience with rituals? Extensive. Well, uh, I need someone to flail while I chant. Can you do that? (laughs) Are you suggesting that I allow you to flail me, or vice versa? No, you... Not that kind of flail. You, uh... You, uh, you know, just wave your arms about and stuff while I chant rhythmically, you know? So you're, so you're lying to her, right? I'm just... Like, this is, this is not a part of the of the spell, right? Uh, I don't... Ritual is undefined, you know? It can be whatever. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you want me to flail about like a fool? I mean, I could do it, but nobody wants to see that. Give me a persuasion check. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Want me to flail about like a fool. <laughs> it's, a, it's a four minus two, so a two. 
She rolled a wow. she rolled a seventeen. Um, she's so good. No, I don't think I'll do that. Perhaps we could convince one of these others to do it. Ah, uh, it's okay. Is there any other way that I could help? I think I got it covered, but I do appreciate it. Well, do you mind if I observe? Uh, yeah, feel free. Let's do this. Your magic and an offering put you in contact with a god or a god's servants. Oh. You ask a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur within seven days. The GM offers a truthful reply. The reply might be a short phrase, a cryptic rhyme, or an omen. Mm. This is not going to be good. It doesn't take into account any possible circumstances that might change the outcome, such as the casting of additional spells or the loss or gain of a companion. If you cast a spell two or more times before finishing your next long rest, there's a cumulative 25% chance for each casting after the first that you get a random reading. The GM makes this roll in secret. Okay. Oh, beings of the beyond. <laughs> Is it safe to go nap-nap in this oh room? Nap-nap. <laughs> this is the nap-nap floor. Nappy-go time. What god or god's servants is exactly is it that you're reaching out to? I'm just curious who Char thinks it is. Uh, The Unchained. It, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Char is thinking like, you know, uh, he doesn't really serve a god necessarily. He's kind of in it for himself. So he's thinking like just anything maybe elemental or diabolical related to who mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or anything that's similarly, uh, you know, self-centered and or not even necessarily self-centered. Like, you know. I got you, fam. Yeah, you got I got me. you. You're about to get Dervetter. <laughs> Dervetter, yeah. That's who he's going to get. I'm scared, actually. You hear a voice. Chargenzis. Yo. Creepy. He got Voldemort. <laughs> Speak your question. Is it safe to rest here now? Where are you? I'm in, what's the name of this place? The Knife? It's, it's called the Blade of Stone. <laughs> the Knife. But it's got, it, has a, it has an infernal name. It's you AKA can speak the, the name Infernal. I'm in the blade of stone in the, which circle? The drowning? Thundering, 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 thundering circle. <laughs> I'm in the the blade of stone in the thundering circle descending. Which floor is this? Oh, dear God. <laughs> no more. Blade of stone thundering circle works. <laughs> I'm in a room with cots. I sense no danger nearby. For real? <laughs> but... Danger may approach. So keep a watch, in other words. We're going to do that. We will be there soon, Jorgensis. Oh, no. It's the barcode guy. Who this? This is your king. Your daddy. Oh, you. Mm. Oh, no. This is Thank bad. you for reaching out to me. Oh, my gosh. This is cheating. Cheating. G two G. T T Y L. You feel the brand on your arm. On your, I think it's on your. Was it on your wrist? You don't yeah, remember, do you? Like, oh, I think it's on I your wrist. No yeah, it's I figured you had no idea. Just burn a little. Ah. And uh, the connection cuts off. Well, what did you discern, Chargenses? Is this place safe? And also, what is T-T-Y-L? 
<laughs> I say, um, we're safe right now, but we'll have company before long. Vance, you're nearby and you hear that. It seems the only thing to do is try and get some rest while we can. If you feel comfortable resting, I'll take a first watch. We'll watch. Saul is already about to fall asleep. Okay. Misk is just going to stay really close to Saul, and she's going to uh, rest some. Okay, so we're going to go into this. Um, we'll see if a long rest occurs. If it, if by some chance it doesn't, I will at the very least allow you all to utilize the short rest. Okay. Okay. Um, so we'll we'll cross that bridge if we come to it. Okay. In that case, Misk is just going to go over. Like Saul's already asleep, so Misk is going to go over and lay Flicker right down next to Saul, and she's going to just kind of sit down right in front of Saul's cot, just like watching over him. And that's going to be what she's doing. Just kind of chilling down there, resting. Okay, do you uh, play your loot or anything like that? Yeah, I'll play my loot. In the event that you are going to play your loot, you can use that song of rest I was just telling you about. So that if things do go sideways and we have to call it a short rest, they'll get at least an extra Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Do I have to sing something? No, you can just be playing your loot. Unless, unless you want to say that Misk is singing something. I mean, she can. You don't Misk have to actually sing it. Misk is just humming uh, She trees. has to sing something. <sighs> Sing it. You don't have to. Sing in the rain. <laughs> She's just singing Trees of Monemi probably because that's the only song that I got prepared okay. at the moment. <laughs> She's playing her lute and singing, and the moment that she starts to do so, you notice that Rowan comes over and sits close to you as well. To My listen. new boyfriend. Hey. Oh, wow. Sorry. He plays a flute, man. He does. I'm telling Miles. <laughs> and, and I, <laughs> I don't care. It's an aloes. It's like a double flute, basically. It's cool. Alos. So he's going to oh, play. It's an instrument. Yes. We're going to do like a duet. He pulls out his alos and begins to play along in harmony with you. It is very soothing. Uh, and everybody, you're going to get a double song of rest here, by the way. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Um, Vance, you're taking the first watch? Yes. What does Char do? Does Char uh, sit down and get some rest? Yeah, he he builds up a little uh, nest on one of the cots and goes nap nap a nest vance as you are wandering around the room what are you doing i'm talking to the ho- the howler okay i have the the hellburner blade out just in case cuz this place is crazy i wasn't sure what i wanted to do with my new level of warlock okay mm, but i don't really know what you would do with the sword one so, I'm just going to say that I took the tome. Okay. I think, I can't remember what it's called, but I get a grimoire with spells in it. Okay. I love grimoires. So, I guess we'll say he gives it to me here in just a second or something. I don't know. So, do you want an actual book? I mean, that's that's what happens. Unless it's like a magical book. It, it, it's fine. We can do it like this. Vance, things are escalating. Yes. There were a couple of times back there where things were a bit touch and go, even for you. Yeah, I was really low on hit points for a minute there. (laughs) There is much yet that I can teach you, you if you're willing to open your mind to new possibilities. Oh, really? 
Yes, I was at one time quite a skilled spellcaster. It was by my blade that most of the kings and queens of hells were slayed. Those that I faced, but... Well, you can only do so much with a sword in your hand. True. Why don't you teach me? I can do that. But, I should warn you. The more you learn, and the more that you become like me, the less you're going to be able to cling to the things of your past. Don't do it. Listen to Lorik. Go to the light. I need to know where your allegiances lies. We have a deal, I understand that. And I'm not saying that once we have fulfilled our promise to one another that you can't go back or go forward to wherever it is you're wanting to go once we find your friend, once we destroy the kings of the hells. But the magics that I can teach you are the sword that tend to leave a mark. Are you all right with that, Vince? I'm not sure that he is all right with it, actually. Okay. I... I... I don't know... if... I'm ready to receive that. Well, I can still teach you some things, but... If you want true power, it's going to take a bit more. But I understand your resilience, your apprehension. For now, perhaps just some smaller things. Yes? Yes. Vance, I feel compelled to tell you. I... I... You know that I sought to kill the kings of the hells. Yes. It was their atrocities that led me to that place. The Nine Hells are dark. They are full of... dangers, full of wickedness and evil. And there is no loyalty amongst devils. In my experience, that was not the case amongst my followers. They were loyal to me, and I to them. That is why Serastus and the others cut me down. It was our loyalty to one another that caused them to band together for the first time in the history of the kingdoms of the hells to stop me. That's why they must die. Of course, it seems like already many have been taken care of, haven't they? That is true. I can honestly say I don't know what the future holds for us, fans. But I am not one to force fealty. We have an agreement, and we will, I will honor my agreement to you, and I expect you to honor yours to me. 
But that was an agreement made willingly, was it not? Yes. I will not force you to follow my path beyond what we have already agreed upon. Mm. Don't do it! <laughs> so what spells <laughs> what spells are you looking at, Lance? Well Have you picked out some spells? Yeah, you get three cantrips from any cantrips. Okay. And I kind of like primal savagery. Okay. Because it kind of makes sense. Lightning okay. blur also kind of makes sense. It does. Yes, that would be perfect. And for the for the third one, I wasn't really sure. I like Blade Ward because it kind of gives you a little protection. Yeah. But at the same time, there's also Thaumaturgy that could be useful in different situations. Sure. Probably Blade Ward. Okay. So he begins to teach you, and you are practicing these things over the next couple hours. Now, if you're wanting to take a rest, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do that at some point. You know what I mean? Yes. Like even if it's just sitting, sitting and watching is still considered a short rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so you should you should take that into consideration. Maybe before you sort of started doing your talk and everything, you sort of sat down for half an hour or whatever while you were watching whatever. You, we can say you got your short rest in. Yeah. Uh, during during your watch here, Saul. Yeah. You were asleep. Oh yeah, out like a light. Roll me a d twenty. Told you. Fourteen. You're asleep. How many times have you slept in the non hills? Mm, not a lot. Maybe like once so far. Slept up here at the top of this tower. And that's pretty much it, right? That's basically it. You're sleeping hard. In your slumber, you are visited by visions of everything that you have experienced. It's sort of twisted since you got here. You you repeatedly see yourself lunging toward your father. Yeah. With your sword. You, you see the dragon of the Forsaken. Uh, you see your father, and he speaks to you again and again. Kneel or die. And you sort of revisit this this nightmare, you know. But outside, you are you are sleeping soundly. It's just that inside your dreams, you are visited again and again by these horrible nightmares. It's like real life. But then, exactly. But then they take a turn, uh, and sort of probably the fifth, sixth time that you are there above the vault of souls, and those chains are lunging toward you, and your father says, "Kneel or die." And you lunge toward him with your blade in hand. You wake up. <gasps> you are in a white chamber. Okay. Bright white all around you. There are these pillars that disappear above you into the ceiling high above. Familiar place. Oh, Paylor? What do you do? If I'm not standing up, I stand up and I look around and I say, Paylor? Like, you know, spin around, like, just start looking around, like, where you at, bro? You hear a voice. It sounds like it's coming from very, very, very far away. I was wondering when I would hear from you. No response for a moment. And then again, you hear from a great distance. It's like it's, you know, bad connection. Where are you? In the hells. Manumi. 
on responsibility. The unchained is here. Impossible. It is not possible. Lord, I tell you, he is here. You see uh, like a sort of shimmering shape ahead of you coming your way. Uh, it's like a burning man, sort of. Between worlds, almost seems, you know. And his voice becomes a bit clearer. How do you mean, said Saurus? The headless dragon and a stone like a heart is here in the hells. You must destroy the stone. I'm trying. You do not possess the power to destroy it. Then I need help. I can't reach you there, said Saurus. Then who has the power to defeat it? What do I need? You need... Vance, you hear a, uh, a loud thundering noise. Very, 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 very loud thundering noise. Uh-oh. The loudest thunder you've ever heard. It shocks you. <laughs> you know, you know, like, you know, you've, you've heard that thunder and it just makes you jump? Yeah. You feel it in your bones. And uh, you hear Howler say, Ah, it's the thundering hour. I've missed this. There is no feeling like it. Can you feel the power, the strength of it? And that thunder just rolls through. It sounds like it is coming from every direction. Everyone in the room wakes up, including Saul. (gasps) Miss will jump up. You all can hear this this rolling thunder, very loud, just deafening thunder. But you can also see that the walls have started to sort of glow a bit. It's like there is, uh, you know, a light coming from outside that is actually shining through the stone, like cracks in the stone. That's terrifying. Wow. Mm-hmm. What is going on? Uh, Greedarin actually speaks up. It is, it is the thundering hour. This is sight to behold. The place is quaking and swaying. You feel like you're caught in the middle of a thunderstorm. I don't know if we're safe here. Oh, they'll be fine. We're fine. The flashes can be seen coming through the walls, cracks of light. The walls are shaking. Everyone is sort of rocked awake. Uh, Flicker crawls up into your bag and just sort of peeks his head out just a little bit, Misk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Char, give me a, uh, give me a perception check. So that is 13. Okay. You feel like a, the hair standing up on the back of your neck. Great. Nice. Uh-oh. And you hear a voice in your head saying, Danger approaches. Great. Char just starts sobbing. <laughs> Char, why are you crying? <laughs> what, what do you do? He doesn't. He just, he sort of goes pale and he's like, we might need to cut this rest short. What are you talking about? They're here. Who? You all sort of notice as seeping through the walls, mostly the floor, but also like the bottom of the walls comes oh, this like mist. It's like a dark gray mist. Don't let it touch you. It's all around your feet. Oh. It's everywhere. The floor is dark mist. Ew. The floor is lava. Charles just lies in it. Starts doing like snow angels. Oh my God. <laughs> he like breathes mist a big angels. in and just like vapes it out. Um, exactly. <laughs> Saul standing on top of his cot. <laughs> this isn't right. This is it. 
you feel that? What is this? Your divine sense kicks in, sort of of its own accord, and you sense a fiendish presence that is very intense. Like, is it just all around, or...? No, it's moving. It's one thing, but it's moving Mm. all around the room. You turn your head, you think that you sense something behind you. You turn your head, and it's like you almost see something moving through the fog. But then it's just one of the other devils that are there. And then you feel it again across the room, and you turn, and it's like you can see almost like the flap of a robe or a cloak, but then it's just Misk standing there. Mm. There's someone here flitting around the room. What are you talking about? Uh, everybody give me perception checks. Another one for me, or was it mine? Uh, you can give me another one. Yeah. This is for a different cause. 21. Oh, boy. Yeah, boy. I got an 11. I got a 5. Uh, I'm looking for a DC 20 on this. Not me. You said perception check? Yeah, and you can give me advantage with your, uh, with your, uh, uh divine sense. Okay, so I rolled a 19 on the advantaged one. Plus... One. 20. Okay, so Vance... Wow. Your eyes, for a moment, lock on a person. Um, Same thing for you, Char. As Vance yells out, someone is here, you quickly, you get a sense that sort of prickling on the back of your neck, and you quickly jerk your head to the left, and standing behind uh, Marie, towering over her, is a devil. And she reaches over Marie's shoulders with long claws and grabs her. Ugh. And when she no, when she didn't. does, Marie screams a blood curdling scream oh, no. as gashes and cuts just like strike their way all down across her arms and her body. What and in her the world? and blood just starts running freely. And then you hear a cackling laugh. <laughs> and that is where we're going to have to oh end. Oh my gosh. Wow, seriously? This episode. Uh, you better make... back off Saul's woman. Marie! <laughs> <laughs> make believe it. That was Man. good. I really like the thundering hour thing. That was really cool. Until this guy showed up. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, I think it's a woman. Definitely a, definitely a woman. Oh. It's a woman. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> This guy. Hey, thank you all so much for listening. This has been Make Believe Heroes. Uh, we are so thankful that you took the time to listen to this show. Um, we'll go ahead. I'm just off, sort of off camera. Everybody, real quickly, go ahead and roll your hit points that you're going to regain from your uh, from your short rest. Do your short rest now. You'll all get the benefits of a short rest. Uh, and when we begin next time, we will begin with a rolling of initiative. So tune in next time to find out. Will they survive? Probably not. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye, everyone. We will be there soon, Chargensis. Oh, no. It's the barcode guy. Who dis? New number. <laughs> 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 No, no, <laughs> But he said it wrong. He said it backwards. He said who it is first. Yeah, I, I, uh, I did. That was intentional. Was, who it is? No, no. Because I was like, who is this? G2G. <laughs> TTYL. <laughs>